So it's a pleasure being here once again, brethren. And I would like to continue where I had stopped off last week, because last week I spoke about is any class of people exempted from giving to God. And today's topic would be on your relationship with your brethren would determine whether your gifts are accepted or rejected by God. Now, all scriptures will be read from the King James Version Bible, and persons can take it out, physical copy or online, to actually follow. Scriptures given can be read on your own time, or one can follow during the segment. So, brethren, the segment today would be rather short, and um, I'll start. So far... We have dealt with the reasons why we should all give to God. And we have also touched on the different categories that should subscribe financially to his cause. Now, what I have shared prior, brethren, sought to address our relationship with our creator and dealt with giving from an Old Testament perspective rather from a New Testament one. So today's segment, however, would be shared from a New Testament perspective and seeks to highlight one's relationship with one's brethren and the impact it has on our gifts being accepted or rejected by God. This important aspect of giving is predicated on the fact that God is not primarily interested in relieving us of our goals. Instead, he is far more interested in the salvation of our souls. To be sure, brethren, your gifts would undoubtedly benefit those who happen to be the beneficiaries of sin, irrespective of your relationship with God or with your brethren. So this fact goes without saying, However, if you are to secure God's approval and blessings from your giving, you will do well to pay due attention to your relationship with your brethren. So important is the impact of one's relationship on one's stewardship that Jesus, in one of his teaching sessions, took time to deal with it. And the following scripture that I'll be reading speaks clearly to this point. So I'll be reading from Matthew chapter 5, verses 23 to 24, and it goes like this. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother had ought against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way, first be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. So that was read from Matthew chapter 5, verses 23 to 24. Now, if we look at giving from Jesus' perspective, as quoted in Matthew chapter 5, verses 23 to 24, we cannot help being convinced that God is far more concerned about his righteous principles than we are asked to uphold, rather than relieving us of our silver and our gold. Because of this divine fact, one can easily understand why some Christians, notwithstanding their consistent giving, 
have not been experiencing God's promised abundance blessings. Therefore, if you find yourself in this ship, please look closely at your brotherly relationship. Sorry. In time since, Christianity was never meant to be a religious dictatorship. Instead, God's plan for sending Jesus was to secure the establishment of a harmonious relationship between God and his creation. On the other, on the one hand, and a loving relationship between his children, on the other hand. And the surest way of maintaining that relationship is through unbroken, godly, and brotherly fellowship. So, therefore, if with your brethren you are not speaking, and yet to God, your gifts you are bringing, to Matthew chapter 5, verses 23 to 24, you are now directed to see that it is yourself you are deceiving. Moreover, if with God you truly desire to fellowship, you must consider, well, your brotherly relationship. For failure to understand this divine position will surely result in great religious delusion. So therefore, brethren, it is high time we wake up and cease to take our giving for granted. We must henceforth ensure that in our giving, we operate in a manner consistent with that which Jesus in Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 to 24 commanded. If this principle is adhered to, its effect in every Christian assembly will be immediately recognizable. For the blessings, financial and spiritual, shall be remarkable. Brethren, remember it was Jesus who said, Straighten first your relationship with your brethren before to the altar you carry up your offering, for this is a prerequisite to securing God's blessings. So as I close, therefore, I repeat, if from your giving you hope to benefit, you will do well to pay heed to your brotherly relationships. For our relationship with our brethren will invariably impact our relationship with God. This is the message that Jesus, in Matthew chapter 5, verses 23 to 24, is communicating. Therefore, take heed when you bring your gifts to him. For whether you be rich or whether you are poor, it matters not. However, of this one thing be absolutely sure. Your relationship with your brethren would determine whether your gifts are accepted or rejected by God. Now, if the members of each Christian assembly would take heed to the exhortation that I'm sharing today, I am sure that it will go a long way to ensuring the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. In addition, all the petty schisms with which most assemblies are plagued 
would doubtlessly become a thing of the past. Of this, I am absolutely sure. So that's the end of my segment today on sharing your relationship with your brethren would determine whether your gifts are accepted or rejected. So I will be live next Sunday again, brethren. Have a safe and productive week. Remember, Jesus Christ will be returning and he will be returning soon. Please prepare yourselves for his return. Spend time on a daily basis reading the word. Strengthen yourself with the word so that we can all prepare ourselves for what's ahead. Have a safe and productive week, brethren. Jesus Christ love you. I love you. And bye for now.